Welcome to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full-time pediatrician and a full-time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. Hi, everybody. So glad that you are here with me. I am going to be talking today about how to really promote the strengths and really build into kids who are more high needs. And that covers, my goodness, a plethora of children, right? A child could be high needs or special needs if they have developmental delays, if there are growth concerns, but also if there are behavioral concerns. And that is a group that I most often think of in terms of needing some extra support in this area. And I had a mom who sent me a direct message on Instagram and said, hey, can you speak to ADHD and what I can do for my kiddo to help him to really thrive and how to deal with ADHD? And we always want to make sure that we're thinking about and listening to our listeners and about what they'd like to hear about. And so this is in response to that request. But I think she had an excellent idea. I'm not today going to talk about what specifically to do about a specific diagnosis like ADHD or anxiety. So we're not going to chat about what medications are the right ones to use or what are the right therapies for a specific mental health disorder per se, but we're going to talk more about what can we do as parents to get a mindset that's actually going to help our kids to thrive no matter what their high need situation is. And If you've listened to the podcast, you know that I know this firsthand because every single day I live it myself. My daughter has an anxiety disorder and it creates all kinds of behavioral issues in our home. She's only six going on seven. And sometimes that fight or flight response when she gets agitated and upset is really, really strong and comes out in physical aggression or verbal aggression or refusal to do activities and can make it so that life just normal day to day, we're going to go see grandma or we're going to a restaurant or we want to go to a new cabin that we haven't been to before and go on a vacation. All kinds of questions that come up, sometimes a struggle, a need for kind of a push and pull to be able to get where we need to go and this delicate balance of trying to do things that will fit with the rest of our family's needs, including my younger daughter who does not have high needs and is pretty easygoing. And so we want to make sure that she also gets to have a full experience in life. And then also we want to accommodate, of course, some really real limitations and lack of skill and also just hardwiring that is present for my older daughter, what she needs. And so I think for all parents who 
have a kid who is high needs, you know, first and foremost, the biggest thing as a pediatrician that I can tell parents to do is to play to that kid's strengths. You have to figure out what are the things that make that kid unique? What are the things that are going to make it so they could be a complete superhero, like change the world because of this special, unique way that they were made? So that doesn't mean that they need to become like an expert, you know, violinist or whatever, but it does mean that we have to think about what are some things that my child is good at and what activities really bring them joy and build their confidence and how can I do more of that? So depending on your child, this is going to be different. You know, for my kiddo, this is art. This is going to the pottery painting place and being able to tell me, hey, that's pretty good, but I would maybe make a few adjustments here and I think that would make it a lot better. Add these little tiny green splotches, mommy, and that's going to make it so that it is so much more interesting when you have the pottery fired in the kiln and gives her a chance to kind of be the boss and be the one who is in charge. Same goes for other kids with music. You know, a lot of kids have anxiety, are extremely talented when it comes to the arts, to drama, to music, to dance. And a lot of ADHD kids who are super gregarious, are really good in social settings, who are able to really connect with others. And so every single kid we know has a ton of strengths. Paula Duncan, who was one of my trainers at the University of Vermont, she talked a ton about the strengths-based approach to teenagers and how basically for a long time, medical professionals would just say, no, 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 you're bad, you're bad, you're bad. Here's all these things you shouldn't do. And instead, they developed this strategy for talking to teens that was first and foremost about what are the things you do well? What are talents that you have? What are ways that you contribute to other people? What are ways that you're connected to people in your community? And so it does make a difference for our kids, for them to see us being positive about them and for them to have opportunities to do well without criticism, without redirection, and without feeling like they're potentially lesser than other kids. The second is kids with high needs really, really need a team. They need a village of people who know and love them and accept them and understand them. And there are going to be a lot of people in every child's world who do not fully understand them, have no idea what they need, are misinformed about child development or about individuality of kids or temperament or personality or all of those things. But especially for high needs kids, it can be really, really hard for the general population to get that maybe things that would work for another family or another child or a little bit more by the book won't necessarily work for that child. And so it's important to seek out people who are willing to be educated about your child, get them educated. If your child has a developmental delay and they have a reading disorder or a speech disorder, you want to be educated, but you also want the people who are closest in your circle or who you care the most about, including in your circle and being really close to your child to really be educated as well about those things. And 
this came in the form for a patient that I had a couple months ago of, you know, they had a, a caretaker who from the very, very beginning, grandma didn't really understand the kiddo very well. Aunts and uncles had a harder time. Even the father had a harder time. But this caregiver, my goodness, was someone that this child could just rely on day in, day out. It was someone who was strong for this kiddo. And so the parents really, really relied on that caregiver as a source of support for not only themselves, but then also their child as they grew up as like, wow, this person really, really gets me. It's so important for our kids to have connection with at least one individual who is 100% in their corner and believes that they are Superman or Superwoman. Third tip that I would have for families who have high needs kids is to seek out professional help. And I will say that this can be really daunting. I, I know in my medical practice, my pediatrics practice, I see every single day families who are confused about the way the system works, about what professional or what specialist they need to see, about who would be the best people who'd be on their team for their child, or who sometimes feel a little bit hesitant about moving in that direction due to stigma who aren't sure exactly what that will look like. And so it feels daunting to move down the path of getting professional help. But what I would say is, my goodness, if you are concerned about your child, you are their parent. And so you have this instinct about, man, there are some problems I need to solve for them. There are some ways I could really optimize their health or optimize their physical health or their mental health. But a professional who can come alongside you can also take a look really objectively. And I will say that as a pediatrician, my gosh, that has been invaluable to have other people who are not in my house every single day in my dynamic, who can look from outside of my little box or my little bubble and say, hey, have you thought of this? This is maybe something you should consider. Hey, have you been doing a multivitamin for your kid and making sure they have enough iron? How about magnesium? What's going on in terms of their social situation right this second? Maybe that's why things are a little bit more hectic for you. Have you thought about maybe tweaking slightly the way you do discipline with your child? So little tiny, tiny tweaks that people have made or huge big suggestions that have been really, really helpful. And especially for my daughter who was on anti-anxiety medications, even though I'm a pediatrician, I needed outside help to be able to figure out what was the right thing for her. Hi mama, guess what? Our book, The New Baby Blueprint is out in the world. We're so excited because we know it's going to help change the new motherhood experience. The bump said, They say motherhood doesn't come with a manual, but the new baby blueprint comes pretty close. You can find it wherever books are sold or check it out at modernmommydoc.com forward slash book. And number four is you need to get support for yourself and for your partner. So if you are parenting a high needs child, that means you have a child who sometimes has a well of need that never runs dry. That child can just consume you, consume your energy, consume your time, 
consume sometimes even your sleeping hours. <laughs> that has happened to me throughout the years. And so you have to decide as a parent, okay, I have to take care of my needs well if I'm going to take care of anybody else well. I know that that is something I had to learn the hard way. And so making sure you have a centered vision for your life, making sure that you understand kind of what are your center points? What are the things that will drive you and make it so that at the end of the day, at the end of the year, at the end of your life, like, okay, I feel fulfilled. I feel like I I lived my moments the way I wanted to live. And then also just moment by moment, learning to be really attuned with your feelings, especially when you get overwhelmed by your child and their behavior and their actions. You know, there was a time at the very beginning of COVID that my daughter really was having a difficult time. She missed everything. You know, she missed her school. She missed her friends. She missed being able to go to the coffee shop without a mask on. All these things for any six-year-old, it would be totally mind-blowing to have what's happening happen. But for her, I mean, it was just like to the nth degree. And so she started really acting out in the beginning of the COVID pandemic and really having difficulties and really struggling with hitting her sister and sometimes even tackling her. And we had some times where she was, you know, peeing on our carpets downstairs, having regressions, just struggling, struggling, struggling. And the first thing I did, of course, was get professional help for her to make sure that we kind of mellowed out what was happening for her and made it so that she could be a bit more responsive versus more reactive. But the other thing that I did and listen to this is like in the face of her being so completely out of control, I could have just decided like I got to lean into her a hundred percent and I cannot take care of myself. But there were times where It would have been easier for me to just decide I'm going to give my entire self to her and that I needed to take 30 minutes, an hour, half a day, whatever, to make sure that I was taking care of myself, to exercise, to just be by myself and journal, take a walk around the block, to listen to my favorite song in the car without my kids saying, no, we want you know, Disney, Elena or whatever, like being able to just do whatever the thing was that I wanted to do. That was so important during those hardest times. So it's important all the time. But I think as a parent of a high needs child, really, really important that you learn those principles of how do I take care of myself. So we are really excited because we have a new program, which is coming up in the next month, which is all about a mama reset retreat. And it talks through all of these different components of how to attune to yourself first as a mom, how to take care of yourself so that you're in a position to have enough bandwidth to take care of the other people around you. And I would really encourage you guys, if you are interested at all in learning the key pieces that take you from really that place of feeling conflicted as a mom, which I think 
so many of us as modern moms feel, but also I think so many of us as moms of high needs kids feel, right? Even more maybe because again, the needs feel like they're so polarizing. Maybe your work, your child, your other child who isn't high needs, all of these pieces and parts feel like they can pull you like a little octopus in multiple directions. And so at the Mama Reset Retreat, which is an at-home virtual event, we're going to be going through on the surface, how do we take care of ourselves? So how do we build in self-care routines? How do we take care of ourselves in terms of good nutrition and exercise? We're going to actually practice doing some meditation and some yoga and some regrouping into our own minds and thinking about what is the vision that we have for our lives. We're also going to go into some mindfulness exercises and think about kind of a mindful self-compassion break, it's called. So how can I learn as the parent of a more high needs kid to be super, super kind to myself, super, super understanding like a best friend would be. So like going to coffee with a best friend and you're talking all about what's going on with your kid and all the drama and all the things and what you're trying to figure out for school and the IEPs and your potentially your specialists and what are you doing with your primary care doctor and how's it going with friends and all of that. And that of course, it's important for us to all have friends and outlets, but Sometimes those people have needs too. And so the ability to kind of be the person that you talk to yourself about those things in a way that is uplifting, is encouraging, doesn't add even more, you know, shame around maybe what's happening about the fact that maybe your family's different than other families is literally life changing. So I invite you guys to come and check that out. I think you're going to love it. And you'll find it at our website at modernmommydoc.com. And I just am really thinking about the kids with high needs for this coming school year. Of course, no pediatrician, no one has the answer for your kiddo. And we know it's going to be a different, difficult year. And so if you haven't already listened to our last podcast, just about how to get perspective on that piece on being okay, basically with not being okay with the fact that you have to go through an emotion to get over it. Because really there are very few things that we can control when it comes to this school year. But one thing we can control is our ability to stay positive, not in a Pollyanna like everything's going to be fine. It's all going to be a great way, but more in a like, I'm okay. The storm is raging around me, but I still somehow feel peaceful kind of way. So you guys, my heart and my mind is with you guys in this next month as we are trying to navigate and figure out this crazy world that we live in with COVID all around us. But I did want to take a second just to chat about how to get your mind right. Think about mindset when it comes to having a high needs child, an emotionally high needs child, a developmentally high needs child, or 
a child who has special needs or mental health concerns. Thanks for joining me, you guys. You guys, I am so excited to announce our new programs coming to the site next month. It's going to be pretty awesome. These are video programs in individual classes, easy to access, easy to digest. And we are going to be offering four programs. One about taking care of you and your newborn. One about parenting and partnership. So how do you do a relationship with your partner while you are parenting? And how do you parent in a way that acts as a collaboration with your partner? And then navigating kids' big emotions. So how do we deal with those huge emotions that come up for our kids day in and day out? And finally, we're having our Mama Reset Retreat, which we are so thrilled to be offering. We know moms everywhere need time to reset, to relax, and that that at this moment is hard to get. So join us for all of them. Be on the lookout, modernmommy.com or at modernmommydoc. If you guys want to tag us at hashtag modernmommydoc.com to be featured in one of our stories, we'd be so honored if you left us a review or a testimonial. Take care, you guys. 